who knows, who knows, who knows which way, which way the crow goes. Okay. All right. Let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> Hi. Uh, my name is G.B. Takung, the priest of the princes. And welcome to another episode of Daddy Knows Death. Uh, where we talk about death, dying, the esoteric, how the knowledge of death is the knowledge of life. So we're going to be talking about how you can live a better life for an even greater afterlife. You know, I shouldn't say that. Not a greater afterlife, okay? Okay? Not a greater afterlife. But we're going to understand this in later episodes of Daddy Knows Death that, um... Understanding your spiritual self is is also an element that you need to control and is another war of life in itself. It just exists in a different, you know, dimension. Um, th today's episode is going to be specifically about fear and um, how fear operates in men and women, okay? And how this ruins relationships between especially my people, black men and women, especially how fear has been engineered in our society and fear has been engineered into American culture, really, especially for black culture. And this is a very big root of the problems that we see ourselves have today. All right, so when talking about, when talking about fear, right? Um, let's split fear up into two things. Let's say that fear is emotional fear and physical fear, especially when it comes to relationships. It exists on these two levels, right? What you find in, especially what you find in black society is that black women don't emotionally fear black men but they physically fear black men. Meaning that, um, I'm sure, you know, if you, if you live in the hood as I do, you probably have uh, easily seen, you know, the old lady yelling at, uh, you know, the old lady in her 60s, 70s, yelling at this young boy in, you know, who's 13, 14, who's just on the skateboard or just chilling outside, whatever. And, you know, why, why is she yelling at him? Is it because she's scared that he's gonna cause some trouble or do something wrong? or? yada 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 and I do understand there is a reason to be aware of your surroundings you know in the hood you know not to undermine that reality however still what I'm trying to say is that America American society has designed your image of black men to be the height of you know your physical fears okay you know I'm a 6'3 black man, right? So people approach me differently. I'm a 6'3 black man with dreads. That's also, uh, you know, an element that, that causes people to approach me differently. Just because of the way, you know, black and white is presented here in America. And the way that Western nations present black and white is simple. It's that white good black bad okay so because of this uh, very simple um, misunderstanding of the reality of what we're facing here 
they they switched things around and made white good and black bad and now the very image of a black man is seen as negative especially the way that they have continued to uh, promote news of black men doing robberies, shootings, murders, in court cases, in and out of um, car chases, etc. Not to say that any white people have not done any crimes, but there's a reality in America that says that police police black people more than any other people in America. If the police are going to go anywhere, it's a black neighborhood and not a white neighborhood where the same, if not more, amount of crime is happening. So we're not going to, you know, argue with that ridiculous 1350 God that white people love so much. You know, they, they pray and they sacrifice to the 1350 God, meaning that uh, they want... <laughs> they... They, they want to believe that uh, black men being 13% of the population or commit 50% of all violent crime, which is, of course, impossible. So, um, you know, they do this in order to further perpetrate the image of black men and the reason why you should fear them. This, 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 this is, you know, this is what I'm getting at here. Because, because they put the imagery of black being towards the negative, towards the things that are, uh, you know, generate a fearful response, you know, a fight or flight response, you know, like the, the very image of black men um, in, uh, in hip hop and media only being, you know, drug dealers, trappers, killers, not that these men aren't drug dealers, trappers, killers, um, however, they're has been a push for a different forms of music and very few you know rappers have really made it to that you know big stage you know you could say that like Kanye West is the most successful clout rapper you know like followed by somebody like Pharrell but for even Pharrell went pop even Drake went pop just because you know it the very image of what is hip-hop and the way that they've designed you know um, the image of black men in hip-hop is that of you know the net you know the gangster the you know, we know what we're talking about here they're they're just the negative associations what I'm, what I'm getting at is the fact that this is how the fear operates in your mind and especially when it be when it comes to relationships and even more complicated when it comes to interracial relationships so for black men and women this innate fear that the American society yes you can blame American society and you know the very poor history uh, that America has inflicted a lot of pain upon black people here in America. This is documented and proven. We can easily go over this uh, in, like, in multiple episodes. We have the time today even. So we can, we can do this. There's no need to question me about this. Because of the way that American society has designed, yes, designed, this isn't by accident, this is not by accident. They designed the image of the black man in the media. Be, you know, you you have to understand. Of course, of course, whoever you want to call an Illuminati designed the image of black men in media. Of course they did. Of course they did. Black men had no access to cameras. You have to understand this. Like when you when you're talking about the uh, when you're talking about the realities of American history 
and how there has been organized attacks you know formulated by the FBI and the CIA specifically to attack black people African Americans in America with not only uh, physical harm such as chemical warfare but including uh, psychological harm such as you know the way that you know they present black men's image in the media like this this is obvious we we can go over it but I can already give you information like Dr. Uh, Timothy Moore who has presented you with multiple different documented cases of the US Army purposely testing biological weapons in black neighborhoods this is this you know this is something that you can google you feel me like anyways this is the way that they've controlled black men's image and America's understanding of black men and the general understanding of black people by the global population who also tune into this media so for black women being black women that they are, being the fact that they are disrespected, being the fact that they are uh, disenfranchised and disempowered for a good amount of their life because a, a lot of black men are themselves, like I said, like I like to say that black, black women's biggest problem is uh, black men and, and, the, and the problem is like, you know, you know, baby girl, I just don't know what's wrong with these niggas, but um, they have a really deep self-esteem issue. Um, like all of us do and because because of their low self-esteem because of low values of self-respect they usually try to use women as a possession in order to prove their worthiness as a man because of course there's no better way to prove that you're a man other than with your dick you know like that that ridiculous line of thinking causes a lot of problems for every woman in general but for black women I know I know these niggas ain't shit. God damn it. I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't know how to help you. I can only help so many women at a time, me personally. So, I mean, you know, these you know, hopefully this reaches out to more niggas so they can understand what's going on. But let's let's keep moving forward. Okay, so black women personally don't have any emotional fear of black men because black women are just generally meant to be raised to be tougher. Okay. This is to be understood that uh, because they 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 have this weird juxtaposition where the media makes them physically fear gangsters or you know black men who you know would be uh, you know gangsters or murderers trap drill whatever you want to call it um, you know it changes names but it's essentially the same thing um, all the, all the way through history however because the media has designed you to fear this 1% of 1% of black men, these gangsters, as the majority of all black men, you know, it is designed a physical fear in black women. However, black women don't have an emotional fear. So you, this is where you find problems in, in relationships, whereas, uh, you know, black women will put up with an ain't shit nigga just so long as you know he's treating her right you know and th and this is what causes a lot of problems because you know I know a lot of these niggas really ain't shit but just because it's so hard to find a nigga who uh, may not you know have a mental illness that'll cause him to snap and you know hit you one day 
you know, you would want to rather stay with, you know, the nigga who's probably not going nowhere, but he's also not going to, you know, radically change his behavior anytime soon. Ain't not like I can understand those uh, those creature comforts, but this is what causes a lot of friction in um, black relationships. Because here's the thing: on the man side of things, you you would think that okay, that women want both uh, emotional and physical safety. Not necessarily. Some women, um, you know, don't want. <laughs> you know the physical and emotional safety some just want the physical safety meaning that you know bills are taken care of uh, you know there's always food on the table you know like you don't have to worry about money um, however maybe their man is emotionally checked out or he's cheating on them or you know whatever have you other problems could you know could appear uh, and some women want emotional safety but also sacrifice physical safety Meaning that you actually have a loyal man. He you know he's attentive. He like he talks to you. He actually cares about you. He uplifts you, etc. All of these emotionally good things. But you know he's just not shit. He's just not shit. He just doesn't you know bring home the bacon like that. So you know unfortunately, uh, very few women get to get to have both. Uh, like and and so most women have to do a trade off of what. What, what do they want in, in, in the type of man that they want? And uh, this changes over time. You know, you know like, like everybody's interests change over time. You know, women's interests change over time, especially their taste in men. So this is why in the beginning, fellas, uh, they always go for the bad boy. And then later on when you grow up, you know, the same bitches try to come around, you know, the nerds who have become successful. It's because here's the thing. Um, there's always sex appeal in the negative because sex is done in the dark uh, so you have to understand that because people like have sex at night or in the darkness you know the negative not to say that this is negative as in um, adverse to you but this but these are just negative energies within all human beings human beings have negative and positive energy within them so like sex is closer to the darkness which is closer to the negative this is why um, black men are seen as sexier in society because it's closer to the darkness and it's closer to those negative emotions like the rage the lust the greed you know the seven sins the wrath the pride the negative emotions and there are also seven positive emotions um, things like blessedness deity you know etc etc We'll, we'll discuss this further, but what I'm, what I'm saying is is that um, women, women play a game usually of how they judge a man based on how much, you know, emotional and physical safety that they can get from him. And because of these fears, that this emotional and this physical fear, this is really what causes, uh, well, 100% of abrasion within relationships and the friction is is what really ruins what may have been a good relationship but there is a fear that had presented itself and it and it either and it either took over the man or the woman so um right now we're discussing how you know like black women um how they understand you know their men to be and where their general um fears lie in the relationship because of course you know black men have been uh, their image has been presented to be feared 
you know, and because of this, it, you know, black men have become the um, sexiest men on planet Earth because we're the most fearsome men on planet Earth. You know, that's how uh, the trade-off worked. So um, this is this is why you know when playing spiritual games, you have to understand that you know it's going to work on two different planes. So when white people design that the image of black men are to be continually feared because of um, a crime and violence, rape, murder, death, what have you, gangster rap, whatever excuse that they came up with to. Uh, put the negativity and the darkness on black people's image and the evil on black people's image it black it backfired in a strange way and it just made black men themselves the sexiest men on the planet so okay <laughs> we we continue from that point in order to understand that there are elements that belong to the negative and because of which uh women play a game in which they have to balance out uh, how much of the negative and how much of the positive, you know, does a nigga have? Unfortunately, men's understanding is a lot more shallow, especially in relationships. Not to say that every man is shallow, but the general population, especially if they involve themselves in like um, alpha male, MGTOW, red pill bullshit, you know, those losers, those losers are really fucking up the game for the rest of us niggas who are actually you know you know good for what we do but um the problem is is that you have to look back at scripture in order to try to understand why men are so uh prone to this stupid alpha male shit okay and we look back at scripture and this is what one of the books that we're going to be bringing up here is the divine commander and um, Aleister Crowley's The Book of the Law. We, you know, so, later on we're going to also look at uh, the... Well, okay, I didn't mean for that to happen. But the, we're also going to look at the Egyptian Book of the Dead. But for right now, we're going to look at um, the Book of the Law. Not that we're going to read anything out of it, because that's for later. We're going to understand that, here's the thing. The, the reason why you know, men are usually so um, emotionally imbalanced uh, is because of there's a reality of something called ignorance. And you have to understand, like, ignorance isn't just a happenstance thing. This is actually an active energy that uh, pushes, you know, like, negative energies and fosters all evil. So ignorance is described in scripture you know like the book of the law or the divine commander ignorance is described as asleep so when you are asleep and you cannot you know you do not understand the world around you your eyes are closed this is what men um this is what happens to most men and this is why they are asleep and in all scripture it says that uh the ignorance that was placed upon men the sleep that was put upon adam was called ignorance and in that ignorance, the rulers of earth taught Adam that uh, women should be subservient to men. Okay, this is taught to men in ignorance. Meaning that ignorant men think that women should be subservient to men. So, ig ignorant men and their low self-esteem and their negative energies, 
see what what men want from especially in between black men and black women they want a um, a physical security like and an emotional security but but the reality is it's like black men emotionally fear black women uh, but but you know but they want that physical security from black women that thing that uh, meaning that they always want to feel like the provider protector in order to uh, give black women that emotional security and for them for black men that's an emotional security that they want from black women is that subservience okay that you know black men want the emotional security from black women of being a servant in you know in a marriage you know whatever that's supposed to be between the two of you that's how black men are emotionally secure they they have you you know physically and emotionally and so like men are really 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 selfish and so they want both the physical and the emotional security however women do sacrifice a good amount of physical and emotional security in a multitude of their relationships um, you know that's what's really unfortunate it's just how much these bitches are settling uh, for these weak ass niggas out here and you know it's a shame to see it I mean but you know uh, you know you know women get the men that they deserve 100% of the time so you, you, you really can't do much about it okay so to continue the the picture gets twisted when it turns into an interracial relationship all right what we what we just told you is how black women themselves you know uh, want a physical security and are willing to sacrifice emotional security to have a black man um, unfortunately black men are very selfish and well men in general are selfish and they're not willing to sacrifice any level of physical or emotional securities you know to be with a black woman so they want a black woman who is not also not only successful and well-to-do but also very emotionally secure and you know can help him with his problems and you know and also being like you know a, also a mother and a best friend like you know all that emotional security all at once especially that's a you know that subservience um, if he's able to provide, be that you know that provider and protector. So, um, what? So this is where. So this is. So this is where we have to. All right. Let's focus. Let's just stick to focusing on black relationships right now because that alone is very complicated. You know, and the in a, and I hope I explained these concepts of fear simply. You know, breaking it down into physical and emotional fear. The, this is, these are the problems that plague 99% of all relationships and particularly in the black relationship there is that you know physical fear that has been in, in like entrenched into black women and unfortunately they have a physical fear of black men but not an emotional fear and so you know they're really worried about black men just not being shit uh, you know, you know, or you know, and maybe even being abusive to them, and a lot of black women will sacrifice a man who is not abusive to them. However, you know, maybe he doesn't really bring home the bacon like that. You know, he doesn't. Uh, he's not that provider protector type. Okay, 
On the other hand, there are black women who look for um, that emotional security of the provider protector type. However, they also are willing to sacrifice the physical security of, you know, I guess, you know, being feeling safe around him just because, well, not only his lifestyle, uh, but just his attitude and the way, you know, he acts. You know, like, there are many, many women who are in relationships who are n that are not physically secure. However, you know, because that, the, you know, the bills are paid, they sacrifice the physical security for the emotional security of having the bills paid. You know, so, you know, like, you know, when, women are willing to make these sacrifices, but men are not. And that and that's what it has to be understood. Men are not willing to make any of these sacrifices for their physical and emotional security when it comes to women. And especially when it comes to black men and black women. Black men are not willing to sacrifice any level of their physical and emotional securities uh, in order to be with a black woman. You know, like I said, she has to be very successful and very spiritual and very black. And you know, produce three babies and still look like Eric Badu and still, you know, uh, all at the same time. You know, black men are very, very uh, uh, particular about that. Alright, alright, after reviewing that, now let's jump into how it works interracially because certain values are absolutely twisted in the interracial game, okay? So, whereas black women are physically uh, fe physically fear black men but don't emotionally fear black men for white women it's the exact opposite so white women are not physically scared of black men however they are emotionally scared of black men you see it's it, it works it works like this okay uh, there are usually like a whole lot of like street rats that come through the hood you know these these little white girls trying to find them uh, a nigga or you know maybe like a rapper boyfriend or some shit like that okay so these street rats are not scared of the fact that this nigga might just be an off the wall absolutely insane you know woman beater type of nigga who is very insecure in himself and you know this is why he carries a gun everywhere he goes type of person you know because they have the emotional security of the novelty of a black man you know so like I said they sacrifice a physical security to get an emotional security so the emotional security is the black man itself which is which is which is crazy because you would think that you know that would mean that white people are like treating it like a prize or like a fetish but yes this is a reality this is what i said like black men are the sexiest men on the planet and this this is the reality of the prize so you know the you know so the the man himself may be distant you may never see eye to eye there, you know, there may be a whole lot of other emotional dangers like manipulation. Like I know, as a black man, I, I I learned from my mama how to just easily cut down emotions, you know, out of nowhere. Just uh, just cut down a person's whole spirit just so easily. That was simple. I learned that from mama, from my mom. So I know, you know, other niggas learned that from their mom. And I know niggas employ that shit in their relationship when they just want to be like, nah, this is over. So. Uh, you know, I mean, shit. 
you know so i'd be treating my white girl like that like nah this is law you you know you don't know nothing you know this is it you know there's nothing you can say about this like you know so this is what i'm saying this is how black men are very selfish in their relationships you know and they're not willing to sacrifice any level of physical or emotional security and so um for white women they are not they don't have that physical fear but you know it's the emotional security of being with the black man themselves but in the relationship itself they're they you know they you know they may not be treated as well as you know a black man may treat a black woman you know like that's really the reality that black women don't understand it's like it's not as if black men treat white women better it's you know it's like black men almost specifically don't treat white women better in in in, in their relationships in their interracial relationships they almost don't do it because a black man to truly respect and love a black woman is a powerful thing and it is you know almost unequal to any type of love that he could have for a white woman i suppose he could but uh, i suppose you know i you know look you know let me not let me not you know be a terrible person and say that uh um you know interracial love is impossible it has its own strange set of frictions that we're describing right now and this is what i'm describing like so for black men and white women this this the thing is this right you know um black men are emotionally scared of black women okay like i believe i said that earlier but you know let's say it again but you know black men are emotionally scared of black women and they are not emotionally scared of white women because of this they have an emotional security you know at the same time as you know being a man etc etc and that physical security so this is why you find a lot of uh, just the general niggas who are low self-esteem general niggas who are um, generally childish in their life you know uh, uh, I mean I think you know what I'm getting at like just just people who only play like you know they play a lot of you know they I want to say they play a lot of games because like I want to point fingers at gamers but I don't know I play some video games but here's the thing um alright alright tangent here's a tangent the thing is about gaming and gamers is that it's literally a child's playground alright when you're talking about gaming gamers um, because of this children's playground is it is going to immediately attract everything negative about humanity to it like that's that's um, almost inevitable, okay? Because what you have to understand is that, um, like every human being, the child begins with, you know, wrath as their main emotion, pure negativity. Um, you know, children are very mean, you know, things like that. You know, like the, the childishness nature of the gods is, is a callous but powerful, you know, you know pick and choose of people and they cause maladies on people's lives this is childishness like the childish realm is actually a deep dark evil realm the child realm uh, you know uh, so is what I'm talking about this is an esoteric spirit the spirit of the child is actually a spirit of war 
so in war, it's, you know, it's all, all, all bets are loose in war. So, uh, you know, the, the child is an element of wrath. This is why, you know, in many different animes that people may watch, um, you know, the, the child character, uh, you know, is, is always, or usually the one that's representing wrath a lot. You, uh, you know, they use a childlike character to represent wrath a lot in anime and, uh, uh, cartoons. So, for gamers and that realm where it's literally a child's playground, it's it continually is a magnet for just negativity, low-level thinking, people with low self-esteem, low self-respect. So they definitely don't have any respect for anybody else. And uh, what you this is what you get the multitude of problems that come out of the gaming universe. And so these types of niggas who are gamers, you know, like. Um, a lot of them do like white women because they want the emotional security because they are uh, they emotionally fear black women you know so so this is a reality okay and so this is this is where like I said it gets it gets it gets mixed up all right so it gets mixed up because you find that usually niggas with you know a high form of self-respect and a high pride in being black and black culture definitely do go for black women because they don't emotionally fear black women because they're proud in themselves however um these these same niggas are also you know usually the alpha male MGTOW type so they present an uh emotional insecurity to black women you know, even though, you know, you know, like they may be a good nigga overall, they present an emotional insecurity in them being an alpha male type. And so this is one thing that actually holds back a lot of black men because they're always trying to prove their manhood, especially, you know, as young as 10, 11, 12. And just because of the imagery that's constantly put out of who black men are. And this causes a problem to where of course as um, as a young man you're going to do the most extreme thing that you can possibly do to fulfill your manhood and express your freedom and so you know because manhood is all about an expression of freedom um, and so you know the quickest way to establish your power upon the world is to indiscriminately wield death meaning you know become a stepper become a shooter become a gangster become somebody you know worth fearing and so you're going to build and base your ego around that and when you build your ego on those types of things um, you're going to you're going to hurt yourself in multiple ways because first off you're always going to be thinking that you have to be some alpha macho character that you know that has to you know defeat look there's there's a thing called self-confidence and then there's a thing called foolishness you know for a man okay and this is where you have to read the story Don Quixote de la Mancha um, you know the story is simple Don Quixote de la Mancha was once he's an old man he was once a brave knight in a war but now he's gone demented and he thinks that a windmill is an old enemy come to fight him so he fights the windmill and it ends up killing himself trying to fight a windmill so this is the story of man and his ego. This is the story of how men have to deal with confidence because you, you, 
you have to be the type of man that's ready to die where you stand all the time yes but simultaneously you cannot be the man that runs after windmills thinking they're trying to fight you and the difference between the man who is an actual soldier who's willing to die by what he says and what he stands for and the man who just runs at windmills the level of self-esteem and self-respect is obviously different and the key difference there is like, like I said is their self-esteem and how they feel about themselves the the reason why Don Quixote de la Mancha uh, died trying to fight that windmill is because as an old man he felt insecure that he no longer had the fighting spirit of his younger days you know this is also a very big problem in you know older men's mentality but you know we'll get on to that later um, and so for Don Quixote because he wanted he to match up to his younger self and fight an enemy just to prove to himself he could still fight he ended up dying to a windmill okay because he felt like he needed something to prove you like that's the problem you don't ever need to prove who you are you need to understand yourself because only you could ever understand yourself only you could ever love yourself to such a good degree you know that you know yourself in and out that you're your best friend whether you live alone or live with a family or you know or you know and everybody no matter what does die alone so this is something that everybody does have to come to terms with and um, a lot of men are you know especially a lot of old men with they've gotten richer later in life they get scared to die they get scared to leave behind what they've done a lot of old men uh, in life uh, just become very fragile you know their egos become extremely fragile you know what you what you'll notice is that you know uh, older niggas are actually like really effeminate my you know old 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 niggas if they're just not outright crazy you know because because these niggas are usually hyper emotional about things they're always snap off you know they might be the type of niggas always snapping off about angry about something or you know that you know who I'm talking about the nigga who's always angry about something the, you know these are niggas with self-esteem issues that they haven't taken the time to get therapy to better understand themselves and to better understand where those deeper darker thoughts are coming from in their mind and how they can actually shed light on it by understanding what it is and annexing it into your greater being so you know this is where uh, you know men have that fragile ego of they feel like they have to be a soldier but unfortunately a lot of these men are not soldiers and they're just running after paper windmills and dying for no reason um, because they're trying to prove themselves to to no avail to no effect and um, I don't really know uh, how else you know there's no there's nothing you can really do to stop that unless you were to well the the solution to actually stopping that and to giving the black young black men the confidence that they need in their life we need fathers back in the home we need uh well the black family back together you know gen in general no matter what and then we need to change the curriculum to the schools especially the way we frame uh especially the way we frame in you know, things like slavery, especially the way we frame Jim Crow, the, 19, the civil rights movement, the Civil War, 
and uh, the very construction of America because there is a whole lot more credit to give to these black men and women than America is willing to do and, be and because of that it generates a deep level of self-esteem issues in our black men and women and so I just illustrated how it, it illustrates a self-esteem issue reminiscent of the story of Don Quixote de la Mancha in black men for black women it, it, it's complex because um, um, look this white man has done everything within his power to work on black women to work on black women in every single way possible biologically surgically mentally uh, you know experimentally microbiome come on now the Tuskegee the Tuskegee experiments, which is only one documented case of chemical warfare against black people, was from 19, began in 1930 to 1970, experimenting, giving syphilis to black men and women who had passed through Tuskegee. Ridiculous. 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 So, so we understand that we as black men and women are, are a bit insane. Uh, because of our life and the abuse that we suffer here in America. This is why I'm here to break down what it is and what we can do to actually better ourselves and get past this insanity that we're so trapped within. You know, one of the biggest things is if you just said fuck it, you know, and, and ignored all the information to begin with because it is so negative. See, that's the problem. There are a lot of black people who just want to ignore all negative information and then there are other black people who are too enthused and too um, engrossed in the negative information and the, the, the problem once again is self-esteem in the way that they look at themselves because they're not able to gain a balance of the understanding of the world has its negatives and its positives in equal amounts just because you experience the negative or you want to avoid the negative at all at all costs doesn't mean that you have to give up any element of your character or the reality of your heritage at the same time you no longer you don't you're not a slave to your heritage and you don't owe your heritage anything even its acknowledgement because we are all always living in the time of now we are never living in the past we are never living in the future. We only have now. So, uh, now breaking down how you know uh, how black men want to you know seek satisfaction in their relationships, and you know the type of black men that usually go for interracial relationships is because they seek the in the emotional securities um, that they don't think that they're going to get from black women. Um, usually this is because of ignorance. This is because, of course, once again, you know, uh, American society has designed the image of black, wo black women themselves to be um, a very rowdy, rambunctious woman uh, to be emotionally feared by men. So black men are to be physically feared, but black women are to be emotionally feared. And this is, this is the presentation of the image of black men and women the way America has designed it over the course of decades over the course of at least a hundred years or you know since the invention of the phonograph since the invention of the letter since the invention of the book you know there's been this attack on niggas so I mean you know we're not gonna we're not gonna lie about that we're just saying that these elements have designed the way not only white people uh, the way white people think of black people and the way black people think of themselves 
and also the way black people think of white people because like I've said before the image of the black man exists in the white man's mind and the image of the white man exists in the black man's mind these are interrelated uh, correlated uh, entities these are correlated identities these are correlated existences and um, this is where we have the yin and yang of of America this is where we have the balance of the lights and the darks not to say not to say that um, black people are necessarily the darkness you know not to say that white people are necessarily the light these things exist on in multiple ways on multiple dimensions so it's never so easy to break things down into a yes or no um, you know it's you know because everything is a yes and no answer so you can never really get that complete perspective on any level of information and this is why knowledge is a competitive field this is why knowledge is a competitive arena the arena of science is a is a competition there's a competition much like a sport and I, what I'm saying is the in the marketplace of ideas here, your host of Daddy Knows Death, GB Takan. I'm the Michael Jordan of ideas. I'm the I'm the best person out here in the arena of knowledge. Period. So you can trust me. You can trust the knowledge that I gain. You can trust the way that I parse it. You can trust the way that I give it to you, as simply as I can, in order to help you understand your life and have you know in so so you can just live better by knowing more about yourself and the world around you. You know what we're going to do in the future especially for this show is that we're going to especially uh, concentrate on the psychic and we're going to uh open up realms of the esoteric and um we're going to open up uh the spiritual more on the show uh because particularly huh, it, it looks it looks like my instagram is fucking up oh maybe it just it just came back i guess anyways so particularly you know we we went to here in this show daddy knows death here at daddy knows death we love the hoes okay we love the hoes we we love the hoes because um there we all know that women can get their fair share of penis if they ever wanted penis from any man okay women can get their fair share but hoes receive men on a professional level and what I mean by that is that the scale is is so different between the experience that a woman has with men and a, the experience that a hoe has with men. And you know, shout out to hoes, shout out to black women. Got love for you over here at Daddy Knows Death. Uh, what? Because hoes are very spiritual women. Hoes are very um, aware of energies. Hoes are very in tune with the esoteric, the spiritual, and energies uh, that flow out here and around the world. Why? Because of the sheer volume of men that they've been with. Like literally, literally, hoes have the level of DNA that they've encountered. Okay? You know, these, these are probably the most important women on the planet. Because they've encountered so many energies, so many personalities, so many intentions, so many moods, so many emotions, so much literal physical DNA, these hoes have 
a treasure trove of knowledge about men that nobody else has. They have a psychic level of, of uh, knowledge of men, of men's emotions, their psyche, what they're thinking, what they want. They have emotional knowledge of, uh, of men, you know, what their deepest desires, their deepest problems, their, you know, what, what's their, why are they bothered by their wife? Why, you know, why did they get married to begin with? What did they want in their family? They have a physical knowledge of men, the literal level of DNA these women have encountered and so it's it's opened these women up to their psychic understanding and what I'm trying to say is that well all women are generally psychics but especially for hoes because they've encountered so many people and so many energies they've opened themselves up at a higher magnitude to psychic array and and the and the type of um, you know psychic inclination that you know many women out there who are hoes you know have is very real because of the contact that we have and this also includes uh this also includes your your you know your your porn stars of course you know you know these women have made it a career you know to be the top woman in the game and so this comes with a level of psychic knowledge okay this comes with a very high level of psychic knowledge and for me is i'm trying you know to train or at least give the manual to people that lets all people know that they have uh, some level of psychic ability to at least everybody can psychically defend themselves at a very basic level you know like everybody has this level of psychic ability and then there are those who are psychic and, and can display higher levels of understanding of higher realms of existence and and then you know this is what I'm saying this is when you really start to understand what sorcery is because like I said it's 99% tricks and it's a bunch of you know a lot of people out here will just um, outright trick you by giving you readings tarot cards etc etc uh, because you know it's you know telling you that somebody from the dead wants to talk to you um, all of that bullshit because it's easy to play upon people's emotions like I said it's easy to become a sociopath once you understand how simple society is and once you're able to position yourself between people's needs and um, the target that they want to reach so you know this this is why business is full of sociopaths you know psychopaths I believe it's a you know the definition is different because a psychopath might be somebody who um, um, might be actually psychologically aff afflicted you know and you know understandings like look I've spoken to people who have said that they have altars I've spoken to like a few men and women who have altars and altars if you don't know are alternate personalities that live within a person okay what you have to understand about altars and you know the realm of schizophrenia is that you know they're not discussing it the right way because first off um, bipolar disorder isn't what you think it is because everybody goes through extreme moods throughout the day week month this could be caused by a number of factors just about what you eat your diet um, how you take care of yourself exercising uh, sunlight water 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 always continuously drink water um, and you know these are the things that are going to help you out you know in your life so <clears throat> what what we're getting at here is um, for everybody to access their psychic ability that you know they innately have 
uh, of course here at Daddy Knows Death we're going to have to we're going to tell you about how to go through ego death and then how to cross through the true physical death gate and being able to forsake your body before your death in order to access higher realms of existence okay so like I was saying back to these hoes who are very spiritual women and who are women who have encountered very many people who have opened themselves up to spiritual understandings there there is a way to train focus and control these spiritual occurrences if you have any psychic inclination in your life if you feel like you see things that aren't there you feel things hear things that aren't there um, if, if you feel like there's an entity bothering you uh, you have a ghost on you if you feel like you have a curse on you <clears throat> or if you feel like you have a soul tie come to me and I'll answer your questions okay I know what's going on and I know how to help you and I know how to give you the self-understanding in order for you to have a greater grasp on your powers your abilities and a greater grasp of yourself and the world around you this is what we're going to be doing here at Daddy Knows Death and a lot of what will actually help you believe it or not is the scripture the reason why we read the scripture here at Daddy Knows Death even though I say I'm a scientist um, yes, I definitely am a scientist who believes very much in the written scripture. Why? Because the, the scripture is not to be taken seriously as if it is speaking about human men and women. It is to be taken as if they're, uh, as if they're speaking about principles, characters, and parables, lessons to be taught. And when you start to truly decode what is true holy scripture, you will see how it so clearly parallels the realities of life that we are living here today and um, because of that you know you can use certain elements of what is the scripture in order to try to um, unravel certain mysteries of your life like I said you can use scripture to set you know to understand why are men so dumb about women now this is a very valid concern you know that all you know that all women have so it's a question that we can at least say that science has no direct answer for so we can look at other sources of information in order to understand the world around us see because knowledge is a competition and you know it is very highly competitive sport you have to be able to discern and uh, understand all the knowledge that's out there you have to be able to parse through it all or at least I personally make it my life's goal my life's work to have a huge treasure trove of information in which I have physically and metaphysically um, organized simplified and now educate the people with and this is how you know we're going to make it as human beings okay we we can't help ourselves so we have to help each other and you know the number one power out here in the universe is love and that's it you know love is the only thing that can unite the divided and for the sake of love we have to be willing to enter a practice of self-sacrifice in order to do better for the sake of the world and other people around us 
Otherwise, it's easy to just, you know, care for yourself and be a selfish bastard and propagate negative energy and always just undercut people because you only care for you. You know, it's easy to be a rat. It's easy to be a rat in the streets. It, it's difficult to have honor, to have determination, focus, to be actually willing to be generous, to be magnanimous, you know, to be sociable, to be loving, to be understanding, to be lovable, to be livable. These are difficult things, and here Daddy Knows Death, this is what we discuss. So, um, that's my time. I don't feel like doing any more of this t of today's episode. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Microphone fell. So, uh, yikes. Microphone fell. Good thing it's still in my hands right here anyways. Hey, thank you for listening to another episode of Daddy Knows Death. I've been your host, G.B. Takung, the priest of the princes, the yellow-eyed devil, the rock star educator. And uh, I'm here to give you all the information that you need. So merely ask a question. You can always say that I'm wrong. You know, and we can have that discussion. We can have that understanding. Like I said, even lies tell the truth. So you can, you know, you can challenge me about anything. I'm not going to lose. But for your sake, if you need to learn, you can always ask me any question. Uh, thank you for listening again. Um, you know, uh... I don't know what else to say. I think it's like support the boy. Uh, links in bio. Uh, you know, if you need to uh, email me, my email is also in the description. But thank you. Thank you very, 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 very much. Bye-bye. <laughs>